Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said, in which we talk about how to write a book, which the alternate title is The Sanctity of the Kitchen Table. I believe in the sanctity of the kitchen table. I believe in writing as often as possible, for as long as possible, until you've wrung your brain dry of its contents and you've got nothing but the capacity for physical tasks left within you. I believe in circling back to the table each morning, wearing pants or not, showered or not, ready to write or not, and scrawling your whole fucking heart down the length of the whole fucking page. Whether your writing is interesting isn't your concern. The kitchen table is about telling the truth, all of it, even when you're complaining about being a female and how that means you're expected to cook meals of dinosaur chicken nuggets over and over without complaint because the kids are picky, and how men send up stunned and panicked alert flares when they are forced to cook perfect grilled cheese sandwiches on demand, slowly realizing the extent to which their children do not in any way appreciate the act of being fed at their leisure. A stranger will overhear this conversation and call the show you should be writing, Welcome to Having a Vagina. This will strike you as accurate and perfect because you actually used that phrase earlier in the conversation and he heard it and laughed really hard. Your writing doesn't have to be breathtaking. You don't have to scale Everest or defeat stage four cancer or earn a billion dollars in order to string words into sentences. In fact, talking about glory is easy. It's much harder to capture the nuance of the everyday, all the burdens we cannot name, the strain of being constantly plugged in, tuned in, and generally aware of the events going on across the room, the state, the country, the planet, the pain of comparing ourselves to strangers on the internet, the strange sorrow that comes of knowing we cannot possibly have it all, consume it all, or even, most sadly, read it all in this lifetime. The constant, curious knowledge that every passing minute narrows our life's choices by 60 tiny clicks, and sometimes in those clicks we can only hear, this isn't what I want, chanted over and over again. Your writing doesn't have to be original. Sentences follow rules for damn good reasons. You don't have to improvise a new sentence structure like some kind of fucking letter jazz. You only have to get closer and closer to saying what you mean to say. Your writing doesn't have to mean a damn thing to anyone else. 
Coming to the kitchen table every day doesn't mean other people care about what you're saying. It means you care about what you're saying. Writing means you're willing to set a place for yourself at the table, to feed your deepest and darkest and most interesting bits, the steady diet of a listening ear and a few minutes of your time. Publishing work or not publishing work doesn't mean a damn thing except that you have internet access. The kitchen table is a sacred pact between you and your own life, your ability to show up, to get the pieces down, to lay the foundation for a life of listening to your voice and then fashioning the scraps into something you find interesting. Something you find interesting. Other people's interest is a bonus, but by no means required. Your poems do not have to be shown to another soul. Same goes for your essays, stories, novels, tales. Those are entirely yours. Your kitchen table time, your writing time, is a respite from the constant demands of consumerism. Each word is a tiny banner flapping, I make, I make, I make, in the face of the prevailing societal winds, busy screaming, consume, consume, consume. Writing affords you the surety of knowing you've turned up on your own behalf, acted as your own counsel, listened to your own voice long enough to discern your thoughts from the general rumpus, and found a way to express those thoughts when it would be easier to do anything else. The kitchen table is there, waiting, inviting you not to plan a better or different or more acclaimed writing life. The table is there, waiting for you to write Writing a book, whether short story collection or memoir or novel or poetry collection or epic tale or how-to manifesto is the act of showing up to the kitchen table over and over again until the work is done. May you choose the completely common miracle of the kitchen table over and over again. May you someday bear witness to all your words flapping their banners in the wind, proclaiming the steady truth of your work as the enter the castle you've been building all this time, letter by letter and line by line. May you know the sanctity of the kitchen table. And if you would like to invite me to your kitchen table to help you write your book, manifesto, thingamabob, what's it, who's it, memoir, poetry, novel, whatever it is, head to braincampblog.com deep we start January 4th. That means get on it now. We will call to the deep. We will write every day for 69 days. It will affect your life and your business and your world in ways you can't possibly imagine because the kitchen table is waiting. I'm going to be there and I hope you're going to be there too. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need 
in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.